Ian. Dave. How you doing, buddy? I am well. And we have convinced yet another person to join us, uh, Peter Holdreth, uh, staff writer with The Drive. Welcome to Apex Adjacent. Thanks for having me. I liked your intro. I was, I was tight. <laughs> yeah, we, there's those podcasts that like make their guests wait around for like 10 minutes while they just talk about like them doing laundry and shit like that. Not <laughs> play a song or something. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Not here, Peter. Not here. Terse hellos. Terse hellos is what we gotcha. do. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Straight to the point. Yeah. 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 Straight to the no point <laughs> is, what, is where Straight we to like the to casual go. conversation that may or may not be something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I want to get right into it. Yeah. Uh, to that point. Um, so I am very excited because I've been following along with your uh, cheap go-kart, cheap electric go-kart build on Twitter and on the drive. Um, yeah. Can you just give us a, like a little bit of background, on, like how you got this idea, why, why, and how you got started and like where it is now? Yeah, sure. So it's like me and my friends, or at least one of them and my brother were all into cars. So, like, the ideal is, like, you know, you build a go-kart, you race them, you have fun with each other. And we did try and do that with, like, no plans, like, three or four years ago. And, uh, you know, it, like, didn't go well, and, you know, we couldn't decide what engine to use, like, all this stuff. It eventually became a boat that sank. So, there you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> went, that's how it went. And, um, like, a literal so, boat that actually sank? Yeah, we, we turned it into, like, a Mississippi paddle steamer. <laughs> What, was it like a, a like a legit go kart chassis that you tried to make float, or was well, it like a homemade it like, thing? It was a home. Yeah, it was strictly. We had no plans. Strictly homemade. We welded a bunch of stuff from Home Depot together. The welder was bought at the in the same purchase as the metal. Uh, to yes. give you an idea how much planning it was. <laughs> yes, and uh, it just didn't work. Like you know, like we couldn't like key things. We didn't plan and didn't figure out. So eventually, we were like, well, I feel like we couldn't get working. It was like the throttle. Or, it was something really trivial. And uh, we were just like, well, like, we don't need a throttle pedal if we make it a lever and then it can just be a boat. <laughs> okay. Like, we had some insulation foam laying around and we, like, made this. Actually, my brother, I don't want to take responsibility because my brother did, like, most of this. And uh, he made the hull and it sank, like, on the first trip. And uh, we just pulled it out of the water and it's, like, in our garage at home now. That's amazing. So that was, like... I was like, well, <laughs> so I, I have a degree in uh, industrial design. I don't have a degree in journalism. And I was like, well, I feel like I have like, you know, I have like the mental faculty to do this. Like I have to, like, you know, I, I, I hope I went to school for something. <laughs> so I was like, well, let's see how I can do this. And I wanted to, I wanted to build a four-wheel go-kart and I wanted to actually build a hybrid go-kart, which I still want to do. Mm. And, uh, but a lot of things are in common with building an electric one and building a hybrid one. And I started doing a cheap one because, first of all, I feel like that's like the big barrier to entry for electric go-karts. It's like it's really hard to find one yeah. that will fit a lot of people that you actually want to drive and buy. And even when you buy one, you can't tinker with it, which is like half the fun. Like, you know, you can't turn the current up or down. You can't change batteries. It's like it's all locked out. Yeah. It's pretty lame. But Amazon will ship it to your door in a day, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which is like unbelievable. You know, it shows up in a... a the next day in a box. Yeah. They have, I can't an, with. they have a guy at the end of your driveway, just like with the box ready to go. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> yeah, go, go. yeah, exactly. So that was like, you know, well, I still want to do this and doing it cheap as a prototype is good because you don't spend much money on the prototype because prototyping costs can really quickly get out of hand. Mm -hmm. So I built up the first one. 
Um, and you have to do three wheels because the uh, the scooter motors, <coughs> excuse me, the hub motors are like the best way to do it. Because you read the article, I'm sure. Yeah. You don't need all this stuff that you need for a four-wheel go-kart. And it really adds up in a serious way. And uh, so I got the first one working, sort of. The, the gas pedal on that one is still a knob. Because I couldn't get any of these Amazon Chinese gas pedals, like throttles, to work. So I just used this servo tester as the throttle. And that was like, you know, it's kind of just because you have to one-hand it. It kind of like, yeah, not really, not really great, not ideal. But there was a lot of things I, I felt like I got right. I was kind of vindicated at the end of the when the article got posted, because like you know if I can make this thing cheaper and people have suggestions, like I'll fucking do it, you right? Know? Because it's like I want it to be more accessible, like to to a degree, like like where I said like I don't want to make it out of wood, like you know stuff like that. Like I want to be everyone people to order all these parts and just bolt it together. And uh, so I, I feel like I got a lot of stuff right because all the comments were like, "Oh, you should make the front two wheels hub motors." It's like, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> like I, I agree. It's just like you know, it's beyond not really in the spirit of this build. So, like getting all this right, I was like, I think the whole thing was like probably seven hundred and fifty dollars or seven hundred dollars, <laughs> which sounds like a lot, but it's one custom object right. that anyone can order. Yeah, that didn't exist before. <clears throat> right, exactly. Which is yeah. like cheap for what it is. Um, and the most expensive part is the custom metal pieces. Which, if you order them in volume, like like two go karts would be like five hundred and fifty dollars each, and mm-hmm. five would be like four hundred five hundred dollars each. But you know, I just can't spend three grand on go karts. Right. <laughs> right. I, don't, I don't have the space, nor do I have the the customers as it sits. You mean your so, end goal isn't a spec racing series for this? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it would that would be a lot of fun. I don't think you want to race these, like the three wheel. Well, so this one had a pretty wide wheelbase uh, uh-huh. front like track. And I built it, and I couldn't get it through like the door out of my apartment. <laughs> like that's like the first thing I always saw in design school that I was so smart when I said you like that. Like, oh, can I get through a door? And then I myself forgot to do it. <laughs> it's like the the airplane fuselages that can only be so big because they have to fit through like tunnels or, or on trains. Right, right, right. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, there was that whole story with uh, uh, there was a uh, there's a town in the Netherlands, I think, who's like. Furious with Jeff Bezos because they had right, to like right. dismantle a bridge to That's get his it. fucking yeah, yacht yeah. out of the bank. Oh my god! Yeah, and Jeff Bezos. I'm sure it was a very similar sentiment. <laughs> right. Yeah. He he also he had to order his yachts in bulk just right. to keep the costs down. <laughs> He's like, if I could get two of these, like, right? The same. You know, but uh, so this this new one is has a narrower track. It's like 34, 33 inches, so it'll fit through a doorway. You can just roll through a doorway. But and that between that and shortening the wheelbase by an entire foot, um, it's pretty tippy. The, yeah. Putting this that huge, did you guys see it put that huge two kilowatt hour battery on it? Yes, yeah. That uh, actually, I actually like helped it be less tippy because it has a lot, it's like 26, 27 pounds. Wow, yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is beefy. That is that's the one behind me. The first one is at my parents' place, I brought it up there because I didn't have space for it. This one is a little bit easier to store because it's shorter. Okay. Um, but I'm still I'm still testing and developing this one, so I'm I'm keeping it around for now. <laughs> so how does the, the the throttle pedal work now? Is it like, uh, you know what what is it attached to? Because I know you like 3D printed it or whatever, right? Yeah. So they sell like. <laughs> oh, look at this! He's he's for the audio listeners. He's reaching behind him for the actual. 
uh, like a petal that he printed. Yeah. Ah, uh, you also have an emotional support box of cables. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have too many boxes of cables. Too many cables in general. Yeah. If you, you need just, to transfer data between two TI-85 calculators, I have got you covered. Yeah, yeah. Yep, you need an original Game Boy Connect cable? <laughs> Done. Yeah. Those must be hard to come by these days. Game Not Boy in my stuff. house. Remember when I was a kid, remember there was a Mario game that they had like a printer for? They made like a little Game Boy printer. Yeah. Right? And I yeah, got to I remember a, that. I got to a sequence in Mario and it's like, you can print this shit out. And I was like, What? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I was like eight, and I'm like, like I demanded to be taken to GameStop so my dad could buy me the Game Boy printer, and uh, they were like, "What? We have no idea what that is." I'm like, "What the fuck? I've never seen one." But I'll be I, just to see how it would work. I think it's just a cool device. But anyway, yeah, Mario's telling me I can print it. I <laughs> yeah, literally, it's like, you can print this out, man. I'm like, fuck. Press the yeah. controller P. <laughs> <laughs> but the, all the all the pedals on Amazon are like this is like the best one I've seen, and okay. uh, I, I wanted to buy a pedal because I don't want people to three D print like almost anything if I can help it because that's like you know you I get it's a hobby thing but like you know make printing stuff is like another level mm-hmm. right, that I wanted right. to avoid. Um, but I got this and there was like the signals coming out of it were like you know the fucking Richter scale. It was like <laughs> absolutely nowhere. I was like, well, I, this is like this was the second one I bought, and I've seen people making them work. So I was like, oh, what the fuck? So after all that, I'm like, I'm not going to just do the knob again, like and that's bullshit. So I just decided to make my own pedal. So it's um, <laughs> there's actually a servo. It uses the same servo tester as the original car, but it's programmed to work within a narrow range. So it's like you know, like thirty degrees is like like zero to one hundred on the uh on the cart so it's like it, that pedal is just pushing a lever that's attached to the knob on the servo tester yeah and uh i just super glue that in place i love super glue so i just super glue <laughs> that right a lot okay. of stuff is like, like i love um double-sided foam tape it's oh, like the yeah. fucking best right especially for this stuff it's like oh where am i going to mount like you know the little inverter or speed controller colloquially what they're called when they're this small it's like oh it doesn't matter i can just foam tape it on yeah. And it's like, oh, it's not like a bad solution. Like, shouldn't you screw it on? It's like, it's cheap. It stays on there. It's like, it's a great solution. Yeah, and, bump, uh, bumpers are held on with it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. had the battery on there originally with foam tape. It was fine. I had that little light on my card on with foam tape. So, oh, yeah. I like to test at night because there's less people around and <laughs> people won't throw rocks at me. I feel like an old timey inventor. We're the guy who like invents a <laughs> I even read the lawnmower. It's like kids would throw rocks at him. So that was going to be He's one a of my witch burn him. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be one of my questions. Was you know what are your because you're in an apartment complex doing a lot of this this testing, yeah. and presumably it's your apartment complex. What do your neighbors think about this when they see you like in the elevator with this thing? Uh, I generally try to get <clears throat> out when they don't see me. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I've had when I was testing the first car, a woman came out. And uh, she was like, oh, she like apologized, like, like she interrupted something like, oh, okay. no, man, it's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, but now it's like I usually test at night because so I live next to like a diner, basically. Okay. And there's this huge parking lot outside. <clears throat> well, it's not, not, not huge enough, not big enough for me to get <laughs> to my top speed. But uh, it's pretty big. And I like to test out there at night because there's not a lot of people around, like, you know, when the diners open it's like i'm gonna get hit by a car right so it's like i put the light on there which actually <laughs> my uh our 
company is like big on doing like TikToks now. And okay. that came in like a camera kit to make TikToks. Mm. But I do I do hydroponics too. So I have like fucking grow light turns. I don't need this little TikTok <laughs> like thing. I can I have plenty of lighting. And uh for herbs, I don't I don't I don't do drugs. I, people always ask me that. Oh, like you're growing weed, man. It's like no, like basil mostly. <laughs> the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Best. yeah. yeah. And uh but so I just put that on there and it's really fucking bright. And uh, it's like just enough to prevent to la- allow me to see and to prevent being hit by a car. And that's just foam tape right on there, it holds up fine. So yeah. yeah, I love it. I I love foam tape. I love those zip ties that have the pre-cut holes for screws mm. so you can like oh, I've never seen really. oh yeah they're the best that's how i have like everything mounted under my desk like oh, all, really? all all of this stuff just enables like you to do <laughs> stuff in a more diverse way right like, yeah yeah it's enabling. That, was the idea with, that was the idea with the aluminum extrusion too yeah it's like because you'll see on there that eye bolt just bolts right up to a t-nut in the extrusion so and i use that just to tension the brake cable so you can move it forward and back and adjust the angle of the brake cable and that tensions it which nice. saves like a lot of trouble. A lot of other stuff is mounted with those two. The rear, the whole rear axle is mounted with just T-nuts and they hold up great. And as a result, the seat mount is mounted there too. Okay. You can move the seat back and forth. So it can, Whoa, had, you can move it back and forth. Okay. Yeah. yeah the seats are comfortable. So you can have people on the other car that had a four foot one. It was better because uh, well, it was better and worse. The other one was narrower. So you could have someone as big as like six, four, six, six on there comfortably, which is pretty cool. Um, but those people are really, are really heavy, and uh, there's only one channel to hold the seat on. And uh, I had my friends up for New Year's, and they were all driving around, like, having fun. <laughs> and my friend was taking a video, and my one friend, who's, like, 200 pounds, like, turns the corner, and the seat just snaps off. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that unmistakable sound of metal snapping. Yeah. And he just, like, falls off. There's actually a really good video of I should post on, uh, on Twitter. We are all slightly intoxicated, but it was indoors. It was very safe. Yeah. <laughs> we were wearing multiple sweatshirts it was very it was extremely it's the, kosher it's the sound that says the party's over <laughs> exactly. yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I bolted it back on we kept going after that that's really amazing easy. that's great safety squint has, squirt we're engaged yeah exactly. <laughs> this one has four bolts to keep the seat on now so i'm nice. thinking bigger people and the old the old extrusion was you know i was like i you read the article it was like i showed tad took to that he was like, it doesn't look very stiff. And I was like, fuck you. Like at the time, I was like, <laughs> fuck you. Like, this is my project. Like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, then I tested it for the, I was before I even tested it. And uh, yeah, there's the extrusions right there. Yeah. And in case um, anybody doesn't know. Yeah. I tested the cart and um, I was like, my brother was taking videos of me driving it. And I ran sharp coins. You can see the extrusion like, like a fucking like popsicle stick, like just <laughs> bending in the middle. And I was like, oh man. Yeah, and then I wrote the article on like the first one that was like, no, it wasn't done yet. I was like, oh, it was a little weak in an area I didn't expect. And someone in the comments was like, in torsion. And I was like, <laughs> no, like, like, yeah. <laughs> so, so why, uh, why aluminum rather than steel? Uh, say, is it is that cost or weight or both? Uh, I think these these extrusions I think are mostly made out of aluminum. I, I don't mm-hmm. think I, I haven't seen steel ones or I haven't looked for them. Um, like, so steel is like, uh, weathers is the first thing, um, which I don't like. Like, some of the parts in this cart are just, there's mild steel, so they weather, which just kind of looks like shit. And it's yeah. fucking heavy. Like, a steel extrusion, the equivalent weight would probably be, the cart would probably weigh like 20 pounds more just mm, in the material. Yeah. 
I would assume you'd get more flex as well. Right. Yeah, it depends. It depends on the steel, and that's the one thing too. It's like when I ordered all this stuff, I didn't know anything about, like you know, like there's steel, and then there's like treatments for steel, like case hardening, all these kinds of different methods that it can make. Like you know, it's between like, you know, like a knife and like you know, the pieces that bridges are made out of, mm-hmm. or like just regular plate. It's like it's a huge fucking difference. Right. <laughs> like spring steel and everything are all different. I had no idea, you know. I just it's steel. I just ordered it. <laughs> like my first axe, like got on it and just bent like a fucking like you know, <laughs> just like a wet noodle. Like, yeah, literally. Like it just like I sat and like I like I was worried about it too, and I just let it sit like assembled for a few days. Like, ah, I don't need to test this. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, if I'm gonna use this, like I have to test it. I sat. I was like, just like we, and I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> so that was that was not ideal, but you know, you live and learn. That's why the front axle is an extrusion now, because it's so much stronger. Right. You know, those, these yeah. extrusions are, are so strong. The weight is like marginal, but they're cheap. Like mm-hmm. you, just the extrusions on here were like less than a hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh wow! And that's what my racing sims made out of. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. nice. And the smaller sections are even cheaper. Like I think the extrusions on the first car were like forty-five bucks. Yeah. It was like ridiculous, but like the um the thicker. 15 series, which are like three by three inches, one and a half inch base are like marginally more expensive, but they're a lot stronger and there's a little more internal volume, which I, which is important for like, I want to put the batteries in the extrusion. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So you've gone through a couple of different iterations, even just recently on the batteries too. So you had at one point you did have a bunch of batteries. Yeah. In, in series in the, yeah. So is are these all lithium ion or what what's the what's so the chemical makeup of these? This is lithium ion phosphate. So generally it's like lithium ion has the best capacity in terms of chemistry. Um but it's limited by output current and uh the cell itself like the way it's packaged. So these lithium ion phosphate cells are threaded on the ends. So you can awesome. make it like Amazing. you can series wire them like so easily. And you know it's rigid. It's like I don't have to worry about having end-to-end right. connections. I would have like to, spot welds breaking off and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm worried about. Like, if I have this inside the extrusion of spot weld breaking, something shorts, like, it's inside the extrusion, so it's not going to, like, you know, it's not going to burn me immediately. Like, I'll notice it. Like, probably going to be smoke pouring out of the back of the thing or something. Right. I'm not going <laughs> to get hurt, but I won't, like, there's that, the, the peace of mind is not great. Right. It's right. not a fun but, time. No, 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 but, like, that's a good point because, like, <laughs> uh, like, Dealing with like a gas car that like something breaks on is different than dealing with an electric car and exactly. current that something breaks yeah. on. Like yeah. as long as there's no gas involved, like engines are like very safe. Right. But like, you know, these batteries, like they're just sitting around and they can like get fucked up. Potential <laughs> energy, Peter. Potential exactly. energy. I, yeah. I, I, did, right. I knew very little about electricity before I started this. And I feel like I still don't. But like doing it, like I, Everyone says, like, oh, if you have to learn the hard way, like, you're, like, a moron. I must be a huge fucking moron. Because <laughs> I, I learned the hard way is, like, the best way to me for me to learn something. Definitely. I was like, I was like, these cells are called 38-120s because they're 38 millimeters in diameter and 120 millimeters long. Ah. And all, all, all batteries are generally, even the lithium-ion ones, so an 18-658 is 18 millimeters. Yeah, I never thought about that. Uh-huh. 21-700 is 21 millimeters, 70 millimeters long. So, okay. but the overall length, because it has the the threads and like you know the threaded inserts, is different. So I just took a calipers, and the good the great thing about these batteries is what I was saying before is um, lithium ion. 
18650s, like the high uh, capacity ones can't output much amperage, which you need for something like a go-kart. And the low capacity ones put out a lot of amperage, but it's like a compromise. Mm-hmm. And lithium yeah. ion phosphate is like that times 10. So it's like these are only like 28 watt hours each, which is not a lot. But a single cell can output 200 amps. Holy so this, crap. This wow. right here could, could pull start a car. It could crank over a car. It, it can okay. supply that much amperage, which is like nuts for an individual cell. Yeah. So I, I put the my caliper across the leads and it immediately got red hot. <laughs> <laughs> and like those things are like, you know, luckily they were two, I don't know if they're different metals actually. <laughs> I have no idea. But they didn't weld. Sometimes that right. can like cause like an instant like spot weld. Yeah. I was worried my calipers so would get spot welded instantly. But <laughs> luckily this is not enough voltage. Generally it's like anything under 48 volts won't kill you. Generally. Unless you're like, you know, like bathing in the ocean, you get out and immediately touch like a 48 volt battery. You're mm-hmm. going to be okay. Like you're not that, people are not that conductive. And uh, so there's no chance of this pack hurting me. Uh, I say that, but I won't touch both leads. Right. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 200 amps doesn't mess around. Yeah. No, no, yeah. not. Um, but the, the reason why I was, I was trying to like put cells in the extrusion like on SolidWorks, I was messing around. Like, how do I put these in here? Like, just put the diameters of the cells. And um, the 38120s, these lithium-ion phosphates were, like, a little bit bigger than, like, the internal, like, bounding circle in this extrusion. And I was like, I got I to gotta know. Like, <laughs> is it, like, is this just a tolerance? And it was just a tolerance. The, the cell stack slides right in. Like, just a little bit of extra space, like, just enough that I could 3D print something or put electrical tape around it to, like, take up the slack. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, they're big cells. The limiting factor is um, I can only fit like six cells in there, which is not enough voltage. Uh, so I bought a boost converter, <laughs> which <laughs> which will boost my, I think, it. what is it? 3.2 volts per cell times six. What is that? It's, it's not going to be enough. <laughs> There's the math. Not enough. I think it's like 22 <laughs> volts nominal. So I need at least 36. And uh, so I'm, I bought a boost on Amazon, which either will explode in fantastic fashion or we'll do what I need. Um, so I'll put that, that's the boost converter, which that oh, one's okay. broken. And gotcha. um, so I had to return that one, but another identical one is coming in. Apparently, like, they'll do it. They just get hot, um, and, like, the, it'll draw more amperage from the battery. Huh. Uh, I don't know if it will work. I don't know how regen will work, like, putting energy back into that. So when I test, I'm just going to turn regen off <laughs> because, yeah. you know, like, you know, it sends five amps back into this thing and just fucking blows up. Like, I, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> So uh, it's a big it's a big experiment in terms of power electronics. Well, so so the hub motor came from a scooter, right? So yeah. how how do they handle all of this? And like, what's what's the difference, I guess, between you know what you would see on like one of those electric scooters and what you're trying to do here? Is it just like you have less weight to play with, and so less battery capacity, or uh, or is or is the the voltage different as well? So. The voltage is different. So the generally these electric scooter batteries are rated at 24, 36, or 48 volts. And that's just like, you know, you've heard the hose analogy for electricity, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, the <clears throat> the size of the hose is the mm-hmm. amperage or the pressure is the voltage. And like that put together, like the water volume is like the, the wattage. Mm-hmm. So it's like the more voltage you put into a motor, generally, uh, the faster it will spin. Um, so I'm running this motor now is uh the battery is like is a 48 volt battery but i'm just running at a 42 volts i don't actually have a charger to get up to 48 volts um okay. so but that's fine for this motor so 
it says 36 volts, right? But these the cells, which are 18650s, which it's designed to run off of, 3.6 volts per cell, 10 cells in series provides the voltage. Um, but that's only the nominal current or nominal voltage. The peak voltage, which is what they get charged to, is 4.2. So the yeah. it's perfectly fine to run at 42 volts. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference between what I'm doing is um, I'm capable of providing more amperage than this motor. I could probably melt this motor with the amount of amperage I can provide, but it's like the battery just won't accept it. Like in the software, VESC tool, that controls all of this, like controls the inverter, all of it. Um, you can adjust the amperage up to like, you know, well, this VESC is only 50 amps. But if you had a 200 amp inverter, you could run 200 amps this motor. It would just make a lot of, even like at 40 amps, it just squeals and just doesn't want to do anything. Right. Okay. So, I mean, like, there are absolutely limitations to what the motor will do. I think, I never, <laughs> no, it's it's a big mystery, all these things. It's like, they all come, I'm, I'm pretty convinced this one motor, they all come out of the same factory. Yeah. But they get drop shipped by like 100 different people on Amazon, AliExpress, and eBay for like a range of prices. Mm-hmm. And uh, they all have like slightly different, oh, like you can run 10 amps to this, and another listing will say 20 amps, another will say 15 and some of them say 24 volts, and they'll say 48. It's like, you don't really know. <laughs> They're so like, like, well, we said can. You can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. If you want. It's yeah. like, and, it, and you ask, like, the seller, and, like, you know, they don't, uh, at least on Alex, they don't speak very good English. So, it's like, they don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, it's like, you're pretty much left in a corner. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you can just pretty much run this shit until it gets really hot. You know, if you stand a 48 volt journal, you're not going to get electrocuted. Um, like, you know, I'm running it now. <laughs> I've just been gradually, like, working my way up and learning more about this software. So it's like I had this huge fucking battery, two kilowatt hours. And if you have a small battery, you get what's called voltage sag, which is like the uh, voltage goes down into load, which affects your performance, obviously. This is a two right. fucking kilowatt hour. It's a Ford Escape plug-in hybrid module. <laughs> like, it's for a fucking car. Like, yeah, how did, you, how did you come across that? I saw that uh, too. So there's a lot of websites that will sell you stuff like that, like, but they're effectively not recyclers is not the right word, but they're resellers. So they'll get a pack or get um, like the, those Model S cells, for instance, are very common uh, battery uh, modules that people sell. And uh, there's a website I use called Battery Hookup. That's really oh, good. Okay. Um, and they will just sell that one was $250, I think. Um, they used to be pretty common. They're getting less common because they're so good. Because um, typically those modules are like 24 volts. Like mm-hmm. there's, so, there's a bunch of individual cells in there, and in that case, they're prismatic cells with like square cells, which is pretty uncommon. Usually, they're cylindrical. Tesla's are all cylindrical, and um, but it's a 48 volt module, which is great voltage because you can just buy one module and uh, have like the voltage you need for a scooter or something. Right. Um, whereas like a Tesla module, like a Model S at least, is only 24 volts, but it's still like five kilowatt hours. But I would have to buy two, mm-hmm. like twelve hundred dollars, and then I have like you know. I have to put on my lap at that point because they're huge. Right. And I have I have like 12 kilowatt hours. You could probably travel 100 <laughs> miles in this thing. <laughs> I would want to do that, but you could do it. It's like even with this thing, it's probably 15 or 20 miles of range. Yeah. Um, which is like pretty ridiculous. Like you could make a little trailer with just batteries. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could. I mean, it would not would not take much. You can buy, you could buy a solar panel. Like if you lived in Nevada, probably like a four by eight like solar panel, but that could provide enough continuous wattage to keep you going indefinitely oh, okay yeah. okay I, I do want to loop back to the name of the website that you mentioned because i've never heard of it battery hookup battery yeah. hookup is, is a really good one 
It's not a single site for electricians. It's <laughs> <laughs> an excellent idea, though. I never thought of it. Okay. Sharp is attack this guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's other sites like that, too. So this one called 18650 Battery Store, which um, does like more like individual cells, and they're pretty good. Yeah. Um, get them on eBay sometimes. Do not buy them on AliExpress. AliExpress, they just straight up lie. It's like, they'll say, like, so on 18650, like the little cells, will never have more than like 4,000 milliamp hours. Pretty oh. much ever, maybe four or 5,000. And um, but on AliExpress, like, oh, this 18650 is fucking 20,000 milliamps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, what is it, 20,000 milliamps? Like, yeah, 20,000 milliamps. <laughs> it's like, what's the output amperage? You're like, normal, it's like 10 amps. You can do whatever you want with it. It's like, really? And it's like, I'm like, like, you know, I know enough about electric vehicles. I'm like, putting it in my head, I'm like, if that was true, this like has the same energy density as like fucking gasoline. It's like this is like what am I seeing here? Like you know, it's just ridiculous. So it's hard to find. That's why sites like this exist. It's because it's hard to find good batteries. Yeah. Like you know, it's like you know, and batteries like you know, if a battery was used in fucking like you know Massachusetts, for instance, it could be in pretty fucking bad shape because right. it gets temperature cycled so much. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like I was, I was tweeting the other day, like stream of consciousness. Like you know, that California EV batteries. They're like fucking room temperature their entire lives. <laughs> like, you know, no one's pressing these things. They're FSD all day long. They're great cells. You know, and, and the new Tesla cells are the 4680s. You can't even get your fucking hands on because, like, they're encased in foam and all this shit. Right. But, like, to my point, it's like the, well, there's a lot of good EV batteries floating out around there. It's just a matter of getting them and, like, reselling gotcha. them. And that's what battery hookup. And just, I, I forget there's other names of sites to do it. But battery hookups out of, like, Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. And where I've been before. So I was like, you know, I know this place exists and it's real and like they have customer service. And so it's, it's a great site for sourcing stuff like this. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's the, you, you talked a little bit about the controller. So, and I don't really understand exactly all the, what the controller is doing, but basically it's just regulating, like you, it's taking the input from your throttle pedal to say like, this is how much we're turning the dimmer switch. And then it's making a decision of like how much we're going to allow from the battery to go to the, the motor, correct? Yeah, right. So the way, when I started, there's like different types of motor controllers, which is very confusing. But generally, these are the locally, they'll, they're called BLDC and they're called VESCs. So this is actually kind of interesting. Like, so electric vehicles all use inverters and speed, inverters and speed controllers are effectively the same thing as far as I understand. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they're all like unique to automakers. They're all locked up, which is why EV swaps are so hard as part of it. But there's this one guy, and everyone was like, what are we going to do? Like, how do we make electric scooters in our garage? And there's this one guy, I don't know who he's from, named Benjamin Vetter, who was like a fucking genius. And he invented this software called Vestool, which is the, I, I think it's the only open source, like, motor controller like this. Oh. And after that was, he figured out this software that's like a fucking, you know, genius. Like nerds with free time, dude. Nerds yeah, with free Jesus time. Christ. And it's free software. It's like, yeah. bro, like, please charge me for this. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but he figured all this shit out. And now there's this whole a bunch of companies that make what are called VESCs and they're electronic speed controllers, uh, virtual electronic speed controllers. And uh, what it does is basically they're all three phase motors. So there's three wires coming out of them. And what that just means is that there's three sets of magnets or poles, not well, not poles, but like you know. Yeah. There's three three things get charged up and down and makes the motor rotate. There's three wires coming out as a result, is how I understand it. And yeah. that trains so the electronic speed controller just says it takes DC voltage 
And it says, okay, this magnet this time, this magnet this time, this magnet this time to make it spin. And it gets more complicated. Like, so this, this go-kart is, <laughs> it's a serious fucking rabbit hole, but the bottom line is there's different ways to control it. And this go-kart still needs to be pushed off manually because it doesn't have sensors to tell. It needs like a foot of roll. Because it doesn't oh, have sensors to tell. Like a hall parts. effect. Exactly. Okay. Like a hall okay. effect or an encoder to tell okay. which direction it's starting to begin with. But there are some, apparently newer VASC, you don't need sensors and you can do it. There's like, you know, I don't know how this shit fucking works. It's like, oh, it probes it with voltage and it can tell like which weights. It's like, what do you, like who figured this out? <laughs> There's so many things with these motors where it's like, who the fuck figured this out? Right. It's like unbelievable. Like you just scratch the surface and it's like, it's it gets to the point where you run out of people on YouTube explaining it, right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's honestly it's sort of surprising to me that it's that hard to do because like electric motors have been around for a very long time and really really yeah. precise electric motors have right. been around for yeah. a very long time. So it's sort of surprising that when you put it in a hub of something, that it's all of a sudden a lot more complicated. But I guess it makes sense, especially from like a. From the encoding perspective, because I guess normally you would have an encoder on the other end of an axle or something. Right, exactly. Right. So um, some of these motors do have encoders. Um, so this one has Hall effect sensors. I just can't figure it out. <laughs> there you go. There's my there's my level of knowledge revealed. I try hey. to figure it out all the time, and uh, I just don't know what like the the labels are not. You you understand why people buy kits for shit like this? Mm-hmm. So you know this is labeled. These wires are not any color in particular for any reason. It's like, you know, it has a plug. What, what is this plug even for? It's like clearly for a scooter this came off of, but I don't know what it is. Right. So it's like, you know, um, like it takes a lot of effort to figure this shit out. And again, like um, some of these motors, so the tricky part is uh, like, so the way it's controlled is called FOC, it's field oriented control. And um, that was actually only figured out in like the 70s because you need computational power, mm-hmm. like at least on a very oh. rudimentary level to figure it out. Okay. And before that, uh, EVs were mostly like brushed motors, right. which are, you know, but basically like mechanical valve. And from an engine perspective, it's like mechanical valve control. From an electric motor perspective, like I don't, I don't know what it would uh, be called, but they effectively didn't really require a controller as far as I understand, or a very rudimentary one. Whereas with this, this is like making like sine waves and shit, like it's doing all sorts of funky things. So it's actually pretty complex. And uh, it, again, it was only invented relatively recently as far as electronics go. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you where my knowledge is at. Just as like, so I watch those AVE videos of that weird Canadian dude taking apart uh-huh. power tools. So that's how I know yeah. about 18650s. That's how I know about Hall effect sensors, stuff like that. Uh-huh. I, so it, I, we have an old Auric vacuum, right? That okay. has like a great motor, right? I was replacing the bottom casing on it because it was cracked. And so the roller was always off and it was throwing the belt. I screwed up the wiring when I like not documenting it correctly. When I was taking it apart to replace the case, I had to buy another Auric on eBay. I basically bought a parts car, but like a, va- a vacuum. Okay. So that I could look at the wiring on that, uh-huh. not touch yeah. it. And then do right. the same thing with the three phase motor on the, on the old, old Auric. Right. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that like you are doing all of this, Without like a pre-existing thing, like you are operating at a modular level and es- establishing this, like, yeah, you might be learning the hard way, but dude, you're tooling around in a diner parking lot and ripping <laughs> yeah. shit and it's admirable as hell, man. 
Yeah, I, I appreciate that. What, what really made it seem possible for me was that I would, there's like all these people online that a lot of this is focused on electric skateboards and stuff. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people like talk about doing these swaps. And I've actually spoken to some of these people in person. And when you, when you probe them for information, because like you are curious about it, you need to know specific things, they don't know. And I was, and I was like confusing where you see someone setting something up. It's like, why are you putting those wires? It's like, I don't know why. It's like, I'm ho- I hope it works. And I was wow. like, well, I can fucking do that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, and it's like, well, most of these things, like, you're probably not going to break it. Like, everyone's like, oh, you're going to fry something. It's like, probably not. I yeah. mean, I haven't, I haven't fried anything. And I'm, I'm pretty, I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, there is definitely, I would think, especially with the controller, that there's definitely a danger of letting the smoke out. The, 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 yeah. the big risk is when you plug it into a wall to charge. Right. right. When you connect to tons, like miles of someone else's copper, that's when you run a risk. Yeah. That was so that when I got a battery, a cheap one off of eBay. So the, the basic battery, I started with, it's way over there, but was a, for a hoverboard or like the common 36 volt batteries, like the things kids cruise around on. The things that are definitely not allowed on airplanes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'll, I'll tell you why I'm fucking allowed on airplanes. <laughs> I want to buy one from a reputable source. Because if you don't, I bought one and it was like, man, this is cheap. <laughs> like the, one, the one I bought for the first car was like 50 bucks. This is like 20. Right. So I bought one that was $20 in Alex and never showed up. It got shipped to like Kansas and I never saw it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I yeah, some act of God, I got a refund. Um, but the second one I bought uh, was like a little bit more, but like, this looks more reputable. I think it was on eBay. And I get it. And like the voltage, I read it and it's like 10. And should never go below like 26, 24. Okay, like let me try and charge this a little bit, see if it changes its mind. I don't know. I don't know how batteries would work. It's like all chemical. It's like, who, again, who figured this out? <laughs> so I, well, I plug it into a 42 volt charger, and it's like the battery charger goes red and then goes green immediately. Like it's charged. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> okay. and, then like uh, and then it smells like nail polish remover, but I'm not sure if it's a battery at this point. <laughs> Oh man! So at that point, I take it outside to my parking garage and I plug it in out there, and then it gets really fucking hot, <laughs> and it starts reeking a nail polish remover, yeah. and it's reading like a an appropriate voltage. I'm like, I'm not using this, like you know, <laughs> this, is, this is ridiculous. So I just put it. This like homeless people like abandoned like shopping carts outside my building, so I just put it in one of the shopping carts. <laughs> I don't bring it back to my apartment. Like I don't know what's gonna do. Yeah, you see all these videos. Like, problem now. Yeah, it's yeah. like you see all these videos of Teslas. Yeah, like spontaneously combusting. It's like that's not gonna happen to me. <laughs> it's like no way. So I left. I, I eventually did. I was like, I want a refund on this battery. Like I, I've sent out like a breach nail polish remover and it's reading like three volts. I had pictures of all of it, and the seller was like, "You have to ship it back." <laughs> I was like. I was like, I really don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> and the guy was like, right. I have to ship it back. We're not going to refund you. So I fucking tied to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I left it out for like three days and it was fine out in the shopping cart. So I like wrapped it up and I was just like, all right, see ya. And they said they got it. So thank God. <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, but then I bought, you know, it just goes to show. It's like I bought one on Amazon. That was like 60 bucks. But it was from a reputable American company. The battery was made in the United States. And it was like, it showed up charged, showed up above nominal. It's like, oh, perfect. I right, threw yeah. the thing on the go cart. And that was my first test right off the, right off the bat. It was great. Yeah. So, like, it's never the, the cheapest thing is never the best idea. It's always like the second yeah. cheapest thing is right, usually exactly. a much yeah. better idea. Sometimes you get lucky with batteries. So, yeah. That's, that, that's the other thing when I was talking about battery chemistries is that. 
it's like you you all of a sudden get all these parallels between like electric vehicles. It's like Ford and other companies going to like lithium ion phosphate because like oh like it's more robust, but the capacity is not as good. And like when you buy individual cells, like you see that it's like you know like an individual like a really nice eighteen six fifty that's like four thousand milliamps, ten amps discharge, like a great little cell could be like twelve dollars a piece. Yep, and these. Uh, a lithium iron phosphate equivalent, it's like a quarter of the capacity, but three times the discharge current is like 79 cents. Wow. <laughs> so it's like, man, I could build, it's like you get excited. It's like, I could build a whole, pa- I could build a pack out of these. You know, it's like, you just spec out, like, how many do you want in series? Like, all this shit. So it's like $50. Like, I, I, I can just buy this. I can just buy this. Like, you know, or like, you know, other more expensive chemistries, it's like, just fucking, you get, you get fucked, like, with how expensive it is. And these, uh, Headway cells, what they're called, um, are only five bucks each. Okay. So it's like a great deal for what you're getting. And there's so well, easy to put together. As and I know that the, the, the drawback is that you don't have as much density, so you don't have as much time. But I would think that because the discharge is higher, that also means charging is faster, right? So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so that's the other thing is like the discharge rate on 18650 might be 10 amps, but the charge rate is only like two amps. And then an EV, right. something like an EV. Uh, manufacture myself <laughs> an EV that's like my regenerative braking sucks it's like like it's that's what you're doing is discharging the battery right so it's like on right. this thing it's like that's like the ultimate goal it's like eventually you could replace the mechanical brake with just if you have that much regen this mm-hmm. like these cells can do 80 amps charging it's like Jeez. I can't even fucking get an 80 forget an aging 650 I can get a 21700 off discharge like that it's like, I'm, 80 amps I'm sure this thing, it would probably like lock up the rear tire of this car. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you know, there's pros, you start to feel the pros and cons of like what these uh, EV people are talking about. When they're talking about like, you know, once they start talking about like charge rates and their pack voltages, it's like, holy fuck. It's like, yeah. you know, because power is just a function of amperage and uh, voltage. So it's like, you know, Tesla talks about a thousand volt architecture. It's like, that is fucking terrifying. It's like, yeah. what do you need a thousand volts for? It's like, oh, like this, you know, 8,000 pound disgusting looking cyber truck. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, and then the amperage is like the charging amperage must be like, you know, crazy. It's like, it's very interesting to think about the parallels mm-hmm, between yeah. even, even something like this in an electric vehicle. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Just like extrapolate it up to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. to a full size really. thing. Like, it's like they can charge like 350 kilowatt charging is like, like I built a, I sketched up a pack out of these cells that I would do for a, a hybrid cart that's like 3.6 kilowatt hours, which is like 130 cells. And uh, I did all the math. Like the max I could charge that would be four kilowatts, oh, which I th- wow. which I thought would be pretty good. Yeah. But an EV charging at three hundred and fifty kilowatts, it's like holy shit! Right. Like, what are, like what are the voltages and currents involved? Like that's why the cable is like as thick as my fucking neck. It's right. like Jesus Christ! It's got to work ter- in all weather. Yeah. yeah it's it's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's like oh right. my god. Yeah. I will go back. I do want to loop back to the point that you being an EV manufacturer. Your your cart has a badge that, yeah. in my opinion, <laughs> makes you official. I got to find a picture of your badge on your Twitter here because, yeah, tell us how the badge came about. It's probably best to look at the end of that story is where you'll find it, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, the badge the... was, um, I forget, I, I discovered a company, probably in the second story. I don't know if this is good. There, there it is. is. Yeah. Uh, I discovered this company, and this is like, I love stuff like this, where it's like you can order low volumes for reasonable yeah, price. right. And uh, it's like, you can get these custom pins for mm-hmm. like 25 or like 200 bucks, which is a screaming deal for anything custom like that. 
I was like, well, I want to build, I like, I'm building a fucking car. Like, I want a badge. It's like, you know, but if you do it yourself, it's like, it's inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they don't turn out the same. Like the quality is bad. Cause it's like, it's you doing it. It's like, you know, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm not qualified to do that shit. It's like this company will do and it's literally anything you want. You send them a fucking JPEG and like, Oh, these colors. Are okay. Like they tell you colors that they have. So like, yeah, like, yeah, fine. Yeah. Great. <laughs> and then like a week later, these pins show up and it's like, Holy shit. It's amazing, so, right? Yeah, and I was like, that that would be nice on the front of a car. Because whenever I design something, I don't just, <laughs> just do go-karts in my free time. I do other things. Like, I like to do little hydroponic machines, other things like that. And whenever I see a product, I'm like, you have such a cool company and such a great name. It's like, why isn't this branded? It's like, this would be so much cool with a brand. Like, like cars are so branded, right? Right, It's like, you yeah. get, like, the front and back badge. You get, like, lettering on the back. It's on like, the it's such sides. A, yeah. yeah, literally, it's such a cool branded object and it's like why can't other products branded like that i, I was like a miss so i was like well i'm when i make a fucking thing i'm gonna brand it like fuck like you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. why not yeah. it's cheap yeah so the inspiration behind the badge so it's a is it a bulldog so this was a it was a family pet who has since passed away named oh Obi. that's right yeah and uh he was like really aggressive and his, his previous owners must have abused him mm. so he would like have outbursts and everything but like 99% of the time when he wasn't doing that, he was like the sweetest fucking dog, Aww. like obedient, like just like, you know, like just a dog's dog, please fetch, you know, all the, all the, just all the dogs. Good dog. Yeah. Right. So I was like, as a way to remember Obi, like, you know, Obi. And, and so what we would do is like, we were like, he was not firing all cylinders mentally, but we would joke that he's like a secret, like billionaire. Like huge show up places like piloting a helicopter, like you know, like Howard Hughes, fucking <laughs> Tony Stark type shit. Like it's like you know, like some some children's charity would get like some billion dollar donation, and they would be like, "Is that Obi holding the chip?" Like you know, all red and shit like that. It's like, and whenever I ordered parts of this car, they always ask for a company because like they assume you're oh, like yeah. you know ordering parts. Of the car. I was like, you must be an actual company, which like you know, not really. But I, like, I would put Obi Industries every time. And uh, I was like, well, I might as well just make it a little more official. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea of, uh, of an electric go-kart that is obedient most of the time, but is <laughs> <Right>. occasionally <laughs> yeah. Yeah. very unpredictable. Yeah. We're not getting five nines out of it. Yeah. Right. A solid two. Yeah. A solid yeah, two yeah, yeah. nines. Yeah. yeah. This thing is pretty predictable. It's nicer with a longer wheelbase. I got this thing up to 22 miles an hour. Ooh. And it was pretty sketchy. Like, yeah. apparently you're supposed to like, no put a little tension. Yeah, you're supposed to put a little camber in your steering so like it self-centers. Mm-hmm. I just didn't do that, and because uh, <laughs> it would have been more expensive to manufacture, not not right. significantly, but it's like just simpler if I can get all the only mess I can go kart I've designed. So I was like, I'm not gonna do that. But I was like going downhill, and um, I was doing like I think I was faster than 22 because uh, the GPS speedometer has like lag. Mm-hmm. But um, I hit like uh, like you know some crack in the road or something, which is like you know. Hitting like a curb in a car when you have no suspension. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and I was like, oh, oh, like I was all over the place. And I had one hand holding the phone for the GPS speed. I ran the other hand up the wheel. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like this could have gone worse. Yeah. So top speed 22 for now. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah. So well, I guess, uh, so going back to the control, sorry, I'm like fascinated with the controller thing, but yeah. going back to the controller thing. So can you basically program what happens when you're off throttle and moving? Like, so you can either regen or freewheel. And then can you like, could you conceivably like have a button to say like, okay, I'm going to freewheel now, you know, that right. like that sort of thing. Like so a toggle switch you, or something. 
you can program that kind of stuff. And I just, I can't program at all. I'm, that's mm-hmm. like one of the things that I, I've tried to learn multiple times. And I just can't get my head around it. Yeah. Um, but you can do that. You can program this kind of thing to do that. Um, what I'm doing now is that, so you know what the Raspberry Pi is, right? Like a little mm-hmm. single board computer. I bought one of those. Um, I, luckily, somehow. Before and they went out of control price-wise? Also, there's that Twitter account that I'll tell you when they're, they're in stock at certain stores. So you oh can like God. jump on it and buy one. So I oh. bought one actually like a couple of days ago. Now I was on like this like tick for like single board computers. Well, I have a bunch of them. Yeah. But um, Raspberry Pi is nice because they're cheap. If they break, it doesn't matter because they're $24. So they make a Linux version of, they make a Linux version of this. They make a Linux, <laughs> they make a Linux version of Guest Tool and you can run Linux on a Raspberry Pi. Yep. Yeah. So I bought a single board computer and I bought a little display for it. Oh, yeah. Just that uh-huh. app for the Raspberry Pi. So you can communicate with this controller via Bluetooth, but that's kind of like lame. So you another know, 26 bucks and the functionality on Android is limited. So I'm going to make it so there's a little, even the touch screens are even coming for this go-kart. Yeah, <laughs> so, I yeah. Run, screens. so I can run Vesk tool on the go-kart live and just adjust those settings on the fly and just write to motor and just like go from, you know, experiment with, you know, amperage that I'm putting into the motor, experiment with how much region I can really do, all kinds of stuff like that just on the fly. It's like you're making a sport button, right? Or like literally, ego, literally, yeah. 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 Well, that's what you can do that kind of stuff. Well, that's what I was wondering about because, like, they have those. You have those, uh, the little shortcut buttons, right? Didn't you have some of those? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh huh. Yeah. They, um, yeah, like the little, it's like uh, a little USB, uh, like little keyboard, and it's just, but it's just like uh, unmarked buttons or whatever. Yeah. You just macros it. Yeah. 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 You can do something like that. So that really becomes interesting in my mind when you do a hybrid because. Mm. I, it's like when I can imagine doing something that would work in my head that I don't need to program, I'm like, man, I should fucking do that. Like with a hybrid car, like you could just have one of these little PWM knobs, what they're called, they're servo testers. Yeah. And just have a switch in between that or in between the signal wire and the motor controller. So it's like if you wanted to adjust the amount of e-boost you get on a hybrid, you just turn the knob, whatever right. you want, and then just on the stream will hit a button and it'll give you that boost, which yeah. I think is, I have plans for a hybrid car. It basically be like a small car. I don't. I don't like to bench race a lot, but it's like that kind of stuff is so interesting to me. Mainly because motorcycle engines are so fucking cheap, right? I don't. I don't know if you've seen that super fast Mac guy on YouTube, mm-hmm. but he drove a car that was a Nissan Leaf that's front wheel drive, and then a guy put a motorcycle engine in the back of it. <laughs> so it's basically this. Like, and the, the Leaf had like a shit battery. Like it was. It would have been wrecked or crap or not not wrecked, but um, crushed. Yeah, and uh. But when you put a motorcycle engine in the back of it, it's like, well, it's like the easiest way to do it because it's like the the drive the drive chains don't know each other exists. It's like you just turn off the stability control, right. and it's like you have this fucking screaming fourteen thousand <laughs> RPM. But you can drive it around town, and just shut that motor off. You can play with how they interact. It's so fucking cool. I really, I love. I, I don't know why there are not more performance hybrids. I mean, like cars in general. I love hybrid technology. I think it's so interesting. Right. That's, that's, that's what got me into doing this electric car to start. So like I want to build a hybrid. The problem is it's more expensive, right? Because you have to buy both. Right. Um, but it's like really, really fucking cool. And I, I really would like to do something like that where I have a, a battery path that I can just like, you know, you can put in like power curves in Vesk tool for electric motors and stuff. Oh, it's wow. Like, okay. crazy shit. And it's like, yeah, like I can figure it out. <laughs> <You know? laughs> if I can figure it out, anybody can figure it out. And, that's uh, really cool. 
Yeah, so eventually that's like the, my long term goal here. Um, but you have to learn how to build like a whole fucking car. Right. right. <laughs> so that's, yeah. that's that's tough for someone like me. <laughs> the, like the the good thing about the extruded aluminum is by itself it is cheap. The co- the yeah. cost comes in to the things to connect them to each other and to connect other stuff to it. Mm-hmm. You've yeah. you've had to custom yeah, have laser cut and bent like mm-hmm. pieces stuff like that. So like that's where the expense is. Like these foundational yeah. like structural pieces are. <laughs> you're good there, right? Yeah. But then the costs really really start to stack up when it comes to that like like that adding stuff to stuff right yeah yeah building yeah, I on mean, that framework you could definitely go cheaper again like it scales very nicely it's like yeah. the more things you get the cheaper it is um like you know i say don't build a set of wood but the new one like has a thicker main spar you could feasibly do this out of fucking wood and it might sure. save you a bunch of money like and a lot of the cost too is so when you buy hardware you have to buy a minimum quantity like on mcmaster car if you're familiar yeah. and it's like at that point you're paying like you know for some things like the Things that made in this picture that made the steering wheel or the steering shaft, the frame. So you have to buy at least five or like five or ten, and like I only need three, but I have to pay for all of them. And I would be—I feel like I'd be dishonest if I'm not saying you have to pay for that and the cost. So I have a spreadsheet somewhere of the actual cost, but it's like maybe 150 dollars just in hardware. But if you like, if you went to your local hardware store where they like charge you by bulk, it's like you could probably get away with paying a lot fucking less than that mm-hmm. if you had aluminum extruders laying around. If you had, if you want to use wood, you fucking could do it. It'd like be a also, Morgan. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. a lot of the flat parts, you could just like bandsaw out. Right. Like if I sold plans for this, I'd just be like, you could, you know, cut this out of whatever. Like, doesn't matter. Like the seat mount, like, you know, yeah. the, the foot tray, like all that stuff could just be cut out. I so, wonder, I, mean, I wonder how many kinds of things you could find at a U pull it yard reliably. Like, what kind of other metal piece has shown up on a car? That is right. pretty close to like what you need. Just make it yeah. out of a crash bar. Yeah, make there's, it out of a crash bar. Make it out of a like motor mount. Yeah, yeah. something. Like, you know, I try. I tried so many things to try and get the cost down because I wanted it to be like five hundred bucks for one of them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you get into this pickle where, well, at least with the bent parts, where you can order one expensive, complicated bent part. There's a lot of things. Or the other end of that spectrum is you can try to design one reasonably simple bent part that does every function on the go-kart, but you right. just have to combine them like Legos in certain ways. Right. <laughs> so right. it's like, I landed somewhere in the middle where it's like, I have certain parts that do a lot of things, um, but the other ones are just like identical copies. Like the rear wheel mounts could be one part. I could do that in the future. Um, but right now that it's the same part, just mirrored. Like there's, there's a part on one side that doesn't do anything, but it doesn't affect uh, the uh, functionality of it. So it's right. a little stuff like that you learn like buying, if I could, if this whole car could use the same kind of hardware, right, with the hardware quantities, it would be cheaper. And I found that really, really interesting, like getting the cost down, stuff like that, which is another reason why I like to do it cheap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, selfishly, I would like to see uh, a culture of people just disassembling those fucking lime scooters that are always <laughs> littering my front lawn. Yeah. yeah I mean, and I making go karts out of them instead. Yeah. I'll look into it because they sell, like, you can on eBay occasionally, they'll sell just like pallets of like lime scooters. Yeah. Okay. Know, like, they say don't work, but it mm-hmm. could just be that like one cell in the pack yeah. is just bad or something like that. Like, drills fail for that reason all the time. Yeah. Like, one cell is just bad and the whole battery is fucked. The new battery is like 70 bucks. Right. <laughs> so they sell that. The good thing about this motor I picked, which not all the scooter motors have, it has an integrated drum brake, oh. which is like huge because yeah. that saves so much effort trying to rig up brakes, like do like some sketchy 
you know, piece of wood break or something or drag break. Yeah. Um, so it's like that narrows down a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, like the next biggest, everyone's like, why don't you give it more power? Like, they're like, you know, I have it amped up to the point where it's putting out more than a horsepower and it's rated for 350 watts, which is about half a horsepower. Yeah. So you can juice these motors a lot, but the next biggest motor is like $300. Someone is 60, which is a screaming deal. Next biggest one's like 300 bucks and it is like 3000 watts, which is like four horsepower about, which is like, Way too much for a vehicle with a three foot wheelbase. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, that'd be sketchy. That would be sketchy. death. You know, that would not be that would not be a good time. Yeah, so it'd be fun briefly. Fun yeah, <laughs> yeah. the first hit, you'd be on a different planet. You'd burn bright, planet. burn bright. Yeah. Yeah. All my friends are like, when's it going to do burnouts? Like, you do not want to do fucking burnouts. Yeah. Like, you can yeah. flip this thing over like as it is. Like, you do not like you know, it'll yeah. it'll do. Like twenty two miles an hour is like feels like you know Mach three. Yeah, yeah. Like right. gotta like gotta like. I remember my friend was like, it it seems pretty slow. Like I sent him videos, and then when he drove, he was like, this thing has like just enough power. Like I wouldn't want it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I take back everything I said. Yeah, yeah. That, that was before I got into like also the motor field weakening where you can like make the motor spin faster by sacrificing input current. All this kind of funky shit. Oh, That's how wow. I got it to go faster. It's like. All these weird motor things you can do that I'm still learning about. Freaking amazing, man. Yeah, it's brushless incredible. motors and offsets and oh my God. Oh, yeah. Right? Dude, yeah. Offsets are another one of those things. Who the fuck figured this out? Right? It's insane. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, like, who is this guy? I want to meet this guy. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, hey, let's put two of them in a totem pole, right? Like, yeah. What the yeah, hell? yeah. And then I was like, I find that so funny where it's like someone, it's like the Elon Musk thing where it's like he's very smart, obviously, about some things, but other things, like this person is probably like, you know, like, you know, the guy who read the MOSFET is probably, like, a fucking genius, but he also, like, you know, voted for some candidate I don't like, so fucking death. <laughs> right. like, you know, yeah. I always yeah. think that's funny. Like, there's still people who invent these things, like, you know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they have siloed knowledge. They can't, like, mm-hmm. they couldn't cook an omelet to save their life, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <laughs> have to be breaks, reminded like, to take day. a shower. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, it's, like, just stupid shit. It's like, wow, you know, Muslims know a lot about cars, batteries, and rockets. Mm-hmm. When it comes to, like, Twitter, he's like, oh, the, uh, what does he say? <laughs> Well, the stack is very brutal. I'm pretty sure you're just like, you're just like deleting shit, man. Like, like, yeah. I don't think, you know, like all these features you're putting in, it's like the next day he's like fixes it in like an obvious way. It's happened like four times in a row. It's like, like take a step back. You should be smart enough to know your knowledge does not translate here. Like you have to relax. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I love siloed knowledge. I love it so much. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's like every, every engineer I deal with in school is like that. It's like, you know, these kids, like, you know, they're brilliant in, like, determining stresses and all these things. And then it's, like, well, I, did, I had to do a presentation with one once, and they, like, didn't have, a, like, a button-down shirt. And I was, like, what do you mean you don't have one? He's, like, well, I loaned it to my friend, who's also an engineer. <laughs> I loaned it. <laughs> and I was, like, I'm, like, are you fucking kidding me? It's amazing. Well, like, you loaned it to your friend? And he's, like, yeah, like, well, where's your friend? He's, like, he's presenting right now. <laughs> like, and, and we're next. They're hot swapping, <laughs> hot swapping dress shirts. Literally, and I was like, dude, they're like, like why, why are you making me look like an asshole here? It's like, I'm not an asshole. It's like you give your shirt to some kid. It's like it's like if you don't get your fucking shirt from this kid, I'm gonna go fucking ballistic. Like, yeah, it's like why? Like, but why do I have to say that? Like, about fucking silent, I would want to do a group project with you, Peter. I would want to be on your <laughs> yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing about siloed knowledge, especially with engineers, because I mean we're both uh, in IT, so like yeah. we, uh, okay. we 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 see this a lot too. Yeah. Where 
you have siloed knowledge, but your knowledge is so siloed that you don't know that it's a silo. <laughs> you just think like, oh, everybody knows exactly the same thing that I right. do, and there's no other knowledge to be had. That's right. the fucking that right. shit now, where it's like Gen Z doesn't know how to use modern technology, and it's like, well, it's like, have you ever used a fucking like scanner, copier, printer combination? Yeah, it's like pulling teeth. Like it's yeah. like you know, no one. Knows. It's like, have you seen the movie Office Space? Like a whole generation of people like invented a joke around that being a pain in the ass. Like right, Gen yeah. Z, uh, Oh, all they, all they can do is TikTok and charge their phones. It's yeah. like, well, like, it's like, you know, every yeah. generation will say shit like this. Like, how could you? <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm an IT professional. I got roped into doing like a volunteer thing at my kid's school to, and to help them with technology stuff. And like, one of the first things was like, they had like, you know, an industrial like printer or scanner mm-hmm. fax thing. And I was like, I have no fucking idea. Like I could, <laughs> I could set up a network from here to Omaha, but like you asked me to fix a printer. And I was like, oh. So you guys knew what I was talking about. When I was talking going on about raspberry pies. And oh yeah. 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 Okay. That's, okay. That's like yeah. That's another one of my side hobbies where I don't know how long you've been following my Twitter account, but I made, I like raspberry pie projects. I made this little weather orbs device that like oh, displays cool. weather in multiple regions on little smartwatch round displays. Oh, really nice. fucking cool shit. And, uh, but I, I like, I had this idea, but I was like, how do I code this? So I'm trying to like modify. I tried to get Chad GPT to write the code. <laughs> <laughs> and it got further than I thought it would. Okay. But in the end, I just hired some Brazilian guy in Upwork to do it for like $100. And it Sweet. turned out great. And like, I love the way it looks and everything. But um, yeah, if I could code, that would be like next level. But I just can't wrap my fucking head. I, I really want to learn how to make PCBs. I feel like I could do that. Um, I need, to find, I need to find a class because I need to ask questions. Um, yeah. Well, I but, think the thing with coding is like you have to have a reason to do it. At, at least for me, like yeah, a, I in a direction. Right. You yeah. have to. You have to have a problem you have to solve, mm-hmm. or something's not going to work. Um, mm-hmm. Because like I, I've tried to learn it just like conceptually before, and it just goes nowhere. I can't exactly. do exactly. I tried that when I was a kid, when my brain was like, you know, like a sponge. Yeah, and but I didn't. I wouldn't like you know. Everyone's like, oh, what are you in a program? It's like in programming classes, you like you know you make fucking calculators and shit. Yeah, it's like well, I have a calculator. It's like <laughs> right, exactly. You're not solving a problem. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Nice, Peter. This is <laughs> this has been so much fun. Um, but what do you yeah. say we we uh. We play a game before we before we say goodbye. Yeah, I'd love to play a game. All right. Okay. All right. So this is we call this the license plate game. We we need need a better name for this. But this is basically like highlights magazine. So you're gonna get pictures of three cars with their license plates blacked out, and then you're gonna get the text from a vanity plate, and you have to match it to the car. Okay. So um, you. This really rewards uh, gross generalizations about people and stereotyping. <laughs> uh, we can zoom in and get some context clues from stickers and other things on the car. Um, and so I made this one. Dave hasn't seen it, so you guys yeah. are playing together. All new to me. Yep. Yep. So, All right. Yep. This is a great segment. This is like some shit I'd expect to see on like Hot Ones or something. This is awesome. <laughs> this, was, this, this was Dave's idea, and it is fantastic. Thank it's you. so Props much fun. To you, dude. Yeah. Great idea. We're, we've long been fascinated with vanity plates because oftentimes they identify a weirdo that you'd never yeah. want to interact yeah. with in person. Yeah, I think right? the same thing. And yeah. I don't know if you guys yeah. have bumper stickers on your cars, but I think the same thing about bumper stickers. I just got like an old opposite lock and like, you know, our oh, okay. stickers and stuff. I, I just don't like ones stickers. that. Ones are like state opinions and shit. It's like, because that is that people who do the, like put those on, they assume that I give a fuck. Yeah. And it's like. <laughs> 
no. Like, no, I don't. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. Well, here we go. So I'll I'll pull up the image here, and then you right. can, yeah. So this is this one's called mixed messages, right? Yes, mixed right. messages. Because I feel like these three license plate texts are sending wildly different vibes. Okay. Than what the car is, or maybe the driver. Okay. Or just wildly different vibes from each other. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Directed at other people. So up top we have a silver beige Subaru Legacy sedan. Right, we've got a Subaru. This so that we live in Denver. They're all going to be Subaru. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Uh, then we have a, a Subaru. Uh, what was that oh, a so legacy wagon? Pictures. I think that's an Outback. Yeah. You guys took these pictures. I took two of them, and then a listener sent uh, the third one in. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And then the last, OC. <laughs> then we have a uh, a, a maroon Rav Four at the bottom here, and the license plates are. I love you. E-Y-E love you. Uh-huh. OMG stop. OMG yeah. stop. And yeah. then pew pew P-E-W-P-3-W pew <laughs> bang bang. Finger okay. guns. That's what I was yeah. picturing. <laughs> See, if there was an electric car here, it'd be easy because they have all like those stupid fucking plates where it's yeah. you know. We have like so like many that are Teslas and stuff. Yeah. It was the yeah. worst the worst one we ever saw was oh. did you see it or did I see it? I think you saw it. It yeah. was uh <laughs> It was a Tesla Model Y and it said shareholder. And I just wanted to run him off yep. the fucking road. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Of course, bro. Those yeah. people yeah. I just don't get him. Um, actually, I, I've seen one I did like. It was um, one of my friends in college who worked on a lot of projects together with his, uh, one of his best friends, like his high school shop teacher who was gay. And his, uh, his plate was plug me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe it's because I'm his friend, but I, I appreciated that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's some good ones that we run into. There was one that I saw that was just ham. H-A-M. <laughs> we also saw beef. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We saw was, beef. It's like esoteric or something. Like, I like yeah. that. Like, yeah. 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 Like, there was one that was no beef, rhyme. like on a Corvette. It was, I like, I, I loved it. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. But, dude, these are tough. I don't think. Uh, yeah, so let's so we we don't really have many context clues on the silver uh legacy sedan other than like um AutoZone tint that was applied poorly and is really uh I did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really bubbling up. Yeah, everything else looks completely bone stock. Got a little, a little bit of a dent in the back there. A little bit of a dent, but you know base model. All right. Yeah. Three six. Okay. Do they make a three six? I don't I don't know. I'm not a Subaru guy. I I have no idea. Yeah. Then we um, We've got the the wagon here. Oh, so that's a tiger. I thought that was a keep Christ and Christmas thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've got some like a, what is, is that a ski company, Ian? That sticker in the upper left there? Yeah. Or snowboard or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a I, it's weed when I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Some animals. There's, a, there's an AR-15. Ah, oh, I missed the air. Oh, yep. There's an AR-15. Okay. Yeah, AR-15 great. owner from Maryland, it looks like. Yeah. It, pew 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 on that one. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I'm thinking yeah, Groot. Yeah, he's got a, a yeah, he's that, got a, that was a Groot. The stuff. badge is a, 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 a Baltimore Ravens oh. badge. Oh, okay. oh, wow. That's like a, it's like a, you don't, you just don't see it, folks. You just, yeah, don't see it. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot to unpack with this individual. Yeah, geez. Right? Yeah, so you probably think like in an alternate universe, Groot 
was uh, yeah. at the Capitol on January 6th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, I'm telling people Ron Swanson, you know, from uh, yeah. Parks and Rec. Oh, he was definitely at the Capitol. Yeah. Definitely. People were like, no, not Ron Swanson. I'm like, literally, I definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Sometimes when we get stickers like this on a car, like, I like to think that it's like a his and hers or a hers and his side. Uh, uh-huh. Like, yeah, like she likes Groot and crab cakes and he, like, <laughs> he loves guns and snowboarding. That'd be a nice thing. They have to like meet in the middle on some things. Right. Put, yeah. Like AR-15 is fine. Like NRA. You will not put an NRA. Like, you can have yeah. a gun, but you can't have an NRA. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then the RAV4, I do you know what that sticker is? It looks I like don't. maybe a like a tropical license plate. Are those little palm trees maybe? I think this is Florida. Ah, Florida. Mm. Okay. Could be US Army. Yeah, or it could be an alligator driving it. If it was US Um, Army, a fucking charger or something, though. (laughs) Yeah. True. Yeah. Huh. Well, I I think you're right. I think Pew Pew goes to the silver one in the middle. I think we got to figure out OMG, stop and I love you. You know, I used to do do academic decathlon in college or in uh, high school, and I was really good at fucking guessing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What's your gut tell you on these? Yeah. Um, my gut says I love you on the Subaru. Okay. I was kind of yeah. thinking the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then OMG stop on the Florida uh, RAV4. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyone want to change their answers? Do you have any other any other rationale behind I love you on the Subaru versus the RAV4? I don't know. So I feel like a Subaru would be like one of those people who post on Twitter like I love you like with mm. like a meaningless thing like that. Right. 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 Like a RAV4 owner is like you know. Everybody fucking buys RAV4s. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me go into the Dave Don't Look folder. Okay. <laughs> that, that's what the folder's called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we hide things from each other in, <laughs> in, in Google Drive. You guys, you guys deserve a studio. This is a great format. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. You deserve like the whole nine yards. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So here's the solution. I, I've not seen this yet. So here we go. All right. So... Ah. Uh, one for three. You're kidding yeah. me. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Bad news. But you got the you got the pew pew, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like a bad. like a tropical I love you, Florida mm-hmm. kind of uh, person. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, our listener Dana down in Florida sent that in. We uh we love that dude. So yeah. So thank you, Dana, for sending My that in. My guessing just fell off, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I'm taking it. To be honest, I would just do B over and over again. I was, I was so excited when I saw, oh my God, stop. But I, that, th- this was like in the school pickup line okay. for, oh, really? at my kid's school. And I just about ran into somebody trying to do this. So, but I was so excited. That's a good plate to get. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. 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 Huh. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so Peter, if you see vanity plates out there, that uh, you want us to play in the game, you can text them to 720-515-1391. And okay. not just you, Peter, but anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> so can I, just, can I just tag you in them on Twitter? I feel like I'd remember that better. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 All yeah. Right. All right. Yep. You can also, yeah. And anyone else you can sign it, send them to, to the DMS on Twitter. Yep. Um, Cause our DMS are open. Oh, yeah. Cool, so yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Peter, this was awesome. We we went a little long, yeah, but uh, yeah, great questions. Oh, oh thanks. Some, yeah, some I, stuff, think... some stuff I would want to know if I was doing this. So I really, <laughs> I really, I really appreciate that. You guys are very inquisitive. No, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, 
you know, you see some, we, we love go-karting and, yeah. uh, and tinkering and technology. So like, this is kind of like the nexus of all that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's super interesting and I can't wait to see the eventual carnage that results from the spec racing series <laughs> that you're going to run. on. Well, so this, I did a second one cause I originally wanted to release plans. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the first one was not refined enough. I felt like to do that. But this one, I'll definitely release plans for it when the article comes out. So you will be able to order everything to make this. We'll, so. We will have to make one and bring it to, like, we will I have want to, to take it to out. autocross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? It, it, I, can, I can give you, a, like, a bass tune, bass tune <laughs> and everything you can mess around with. So, I mean, it's yeah. software is pretty simple. I mean, it'll be, uh, hopefully, it'll be easy and a lot of fun for a lot of people. Honestly, there's a go-kart track here that people can bring, <laughs> that bring people bring their own carts to. And they are, it's like safety fourth sort yeah. of place. <laughs> I mean, they would 100% let us run it. I see. Oh. I need a fucking place like that around me because yeah. I have a parking lot and like nothing else. Like it's a bunch of people looking at me like I have six heads driving this thing around. <laughs> I need, I need yeah. to go somewhere it would be more appropriate. You need to rent a mall, like an abandoned mall. Oh, that would be great. I remember once when I was a kid, I snuck into my middle school on a weekend and longboarded through it. <laughs> Oh, oh that's like amazing. That's a like dream. So smooth. It would be like the same shit. Like yeah. just like going to a mall. Oh my God. Right. I want to actually go to the Harvard because I live in Boston. So I want waiting for the next holiday where I can go to the Harvard campus and just cruise around there. But I don't yeah. know if I get kicked out. I don't know, you will get kicked out so fast. Campus, <laughs> I mean, campus police officers yeah. have nothing to do at the best of times when <laughs> nobody's there. I can't even I got, imagine. I got to put the fucking hot tune on. It's like an outrun. The, uh, <laughs> the They're going to be chasing you on the weird thing. security segue. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going to be like in the fucking touch. Be like, come on, give me a <laughs> yeah. You just have to steal the parts you need from their segue. Right. Yeah. Before they, they use it to chase you. Pile of shit. Like, oh fuck. Yeah. yeah. That'd be, that'd be classic. That'd, yeah. be, that'd be awesome. I love it. I love it. So, so where can people find you, Peter? Yes. Yeah. If they want to follow your, your, uh, home built cart shenanigans. Yeah. What's the best thing to follow along? Um, I like stream of consciousness post on Twitter every fucking day. I can't help myself. And it's, uh, <laughs> underscore ball tires is uh-huh. my account. And, uh, my day job is, uh, I'm a staff writer at the drive where I write about mostly cars all day. Um, want to see some, some some more polished stuff you can go on, on the drive.com and um just to plug the drive um i feel like as a site we really are fucking everybody else um so in terms of news features all kinds of stuff like that reviews new car content we take the best pictures <laughs> we're really trying as hard as we can out here you know we get good traffic but we love more loyal uh, readers so you know you get stories like this on here which you know imagine fucking car and driver running a home built go kart story. That's the other thing too. This is all expenses. They are like this is a story. We'll pay for it, nice. which is just Sweet. which is awesome. So yeah. I mean, you know, nowhere else would do that for me. So um, go to, go to the drive.com if you have like a spare ten seconds. Click on something, anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you want more of this stuff, follow me. If you want to track whether I'm electrocuted or not, um, <laughs> go to my Twitter account. Or arrested by the Harvard campus police. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, they're, not gonna, they're not real cops. Well, they're, they're, uh, <laughs> you guys are going to tell me the, the, this cart, the last cart, um, you take the seat off in the steering column, which just threads off, and it fits in my in my car in the back. And this one is shorter, and the steering is lower, so I might fit with no disassembly. I haven't tried that yet, but that's like the someone said it's like the um 
like Honda City Moto Campo. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which yeah. would be pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> you could you could like charge it with an inverter, like you know, 12 volts if you wanted to. That'd be really, really something else. But yeah. uh, <laughs> that's so that'd be great. pretty rad. Yeah. Well, Dave, if people enjoyed this, which which should they do? They should subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh yeah, definitely Apex Adjacent. Uh subscribe to us on all the podcast platforms. Leave us a review uh if you'd like. Um, yeah, Texas Vanity plays 720-515-1391. If you want, you don't have to. You could give us a dollar a month on Patreon. It all it does is get you a link and a listener shout out. Um, but yeah, but that's that's it. Yeah. And uh we give the link away from free in every YouTube description. So you know, you have to go out of your way to give us a dollar if you really want to. <laughs> yeah. Um, we appreciate everyone that does. Um, but yeah, so do that kind of stuff. Yeah, and definitely follow Peter's stuff for sure. Yeah. Peter, thank you again so much. Yeah. This was awesome. Um, yeah, thank you guys. Yeah. And everybody else, thank you. We love you. Goodbye. <laughs>